You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I am excited because I am joined by a special guest, and you all know how much I love special guests on the Social Media Decoded podcast. And today, we're going to be talking all about freelancing and YouTube and so many different things. I really love freelancing because that is how I started out as a freelancer. And today I'm talking to my friend Arwa. I was on her podcast. And so it's just right that I have her on the Social Media Decoded podcast today to talk all about social media, social media management, and all the things. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today on your podcast. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. So if you could introduce yourself and let us know how you got started with social media and digital marketing. Yeah, sure. So um, my story starts actually two years ago when I was doing a nine to five job. So I had recently graduated and I did my nine to five job for about a year into it. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so I started freelancing as a side hustle. So after that, um, I thought of taking it full time in the middle of pandemic, which was a very scary decision for me. But I thought, let's dive into it. And uh, since I know that uh, during COVID times, online media was growing insanely. So I thought, let's give it a try. And uh, the first six months were a struggle. But after that, I started getting a lot of clients and after that I've worked with about 60 plus clients since I started and I am uh, happily working as a social media manager and a freelancer. I love that. I think there were so many people who created jobs for themselves during the pandemic and it's so amazing that we can take the skills that we already have and use them to be you know, to freelance. And so I love that. I want to talk more about your journey as a social media manager and freelancer. What were some things that you had to work through to get where you are today? Because I personally know that being a social media manager is a very tough job. And so there's a lot that is involved with that. Absolutely. So I had to learn everything from scratch. And uh, for me, it was not only about just doing the job. It was also about like how to find clients online, how to communicate with clients, how to have the correct mindset while you're talking to the client. Uh, So all these aspects I learned after I dived into freelancing full time. And initially it wasn't like an easy journey and like uh, I didn't know everything at that time. So I learned everything by experience. So I started out doing two internships in social media. And after that, I uh, approached clients on my own and started offering packages. So uh, one thing that I had to work through is consistency. 
because i feel like many people are running behind you know instant gratification and if they're not seeing the uh, big bucks initially and then they give up so i feel like consistency is something that you have to work on because there is no one looking after you when you are doing freelancing so i think that's the key to you know um growing as a freelancer and as a social media manager absolutely i think that freelancing is definitely something where you have to be consistent and like you said approaching clients and also lead generation finding new clients being able to come up with exactly. ways that you can promote yourself on social media and beyond to attract clients. So I love that you said that. I think that consistency is definitely important because like you said, there's no one watching us. We have to, you know, go out there and build these businesses and go after the clients that we want because we want to live a dream life, right? Many of you listening, I'm sure you want to own your own business. You want to be able to travel the world, work with amazing clients and work from your home, essentially. Right now, we are recording this podcast from our house and we are in two different countries, okay? So this is just a really great testament that anything is possible. I started this podcast and had no idea that I would be interviewing people from all over the world who are also freelancers and social media managers, influencers, content creators, YouTubers, podcasters, the list goes on. So there's so much opportunity for each and every one of you listening. And I think freelancing is a really great start to leverage your skills and really utilize that and grow a business. So I want to talk about your favorite part of being a social media manager and freelancer, what is your favorite part about what you get to do? Um, so uh, something that I didn't uh, like about my job was um, the freedom of doing things on my own terms. And that was the key because I, I left my job because I didn't have the freedom to travel. I didn't have the freedom to you know work on my own terms. Something that I love about freelancing is that you can choose uh, your time. You can choose where you spend your time on. And uh, apart from that, you can also choose the type of clients that you're working with. So to all the new freelancers, I would suggest that, uh, you know, try to find clients that are in uh, that are same that have same values like you and that have same uh, that are on the same level as you so initially when i was starting out i was approaching small business owners but as i grew i knew that i won't get that um, that much amount of money from small business owners as much as i desired so then i shifted my focus to people who are already earning a good amount of money so who could afford my packages and services so that is something that I like about freelancing is that I like whom I work with. I like when I work with them and there's no uh, boss looking over me. So that's like a plus point. <laughs> yes, no, I love that. And I agree with you. I did start out too approaching more small business owners, but as I got into building my social media and digital marketing agency, I just learned that it's better for someone like me and my expertise and skills and what I'm able to provide to clients are better for more established businesses who are looking for someone to help with their marketing or be a fractional CMO to their business or something like that. But 
I definitely agree with you there. Um, and I think that when we first start out, you know, we want to take every single client. So you might say, oh, you know, it'll just be okay. But really start to think about that for the long term, because if you take on clients who are less favorable to what you really want to be doing, you might have resentment. And I don't want anyone listening to have resentment because I have done that before and I have resented clients and I was not happy in situations. So really think about the ideal client that you want to work with down to what do they even do on a day-to-day basis? How do they even treat their team members and things like that? Because that is important to me to work with clients who are just a great you know, fit for our agency, but also a great fit to work with me as well. So I want to now talk about YouTube. I love YouTube and I need to definitely step my YouTube game up, but you were able to grow a channel to 6 million views and 56,000 subscribers. So we have to get into this. What are some tips and tricks that you want to share with us about starting a YouTube channel? And also how can our YouTube channels help us with our freelance careers? So YouTube has been like a great initial start to my online journey. So when I was like uh, 16 or 15 years old, I started my YouTube channel, which I used to teach uh, a completely different niche, which was a craft niche. I used to teach um, craft tutorials online. And um, so I had this uh, thing about craft where my mom used to take me every summer. She used to take me to craft classes. And that's how I you know, got the hobby of doing craft. Um, And after that, I used to even watch like Lily Singh's videos online. She's a great YouTube sensation. And I got so inspired that I started my own YouTube channel. And after that, I started posting every single week, one video every single week without fail. And it wasn't in the mindset of you know like monetizing my channel at that time i was just posting it because i used to love craft and um after like a couple of months i got it monetized and i started earning good money out of that as well so the key on growing a youtube channel is that i feel like it's a very long term game if you can stick around for a very long time then you will win the game because I feel like people are uh, they don't they they post one video they don't get views and they get disheartened so it's all about being consistent as well as what kind of content you are posting so if it's like a very crowded niche then chances are that you will have to do a lot of keyword research in that niche and uh, you know Try to rank higher on those keywords which other people are not posting videos on. Uh, Apart from that, I would also say that uh, not only posting YouTube videos, but also uh, distributing the videos on other social media platforms. So, For example, if I'm posting a video today, but if I don't promote it on my email list, I don't promote it on Instagram, I don't promote it on other social media platforms such as LinkedIn, Quora, then you might uh, face like a slow growth on YouTube. So distribution is also a great factor which helped me grow my YouTube channel. And uh, one of the videos uh, went viral. And after researching that, I saw that it went viral from Pinterest. So a lot of people saved that video on Pinterest 
which helped me grow that cha- YouTube channel to 56,000 subscribers with that single video. So that video got 4 million views um, and I got like 10,000 subscribers overnight, which was also crazy uh, to think about right now. And I feel like um, people underestimate the power of other social media platforms and promoting things on other social media platforms. So for example, if you have a great following on one of the platforms, Try to cross-promote your things on other platforms. Like if you have a great following on Instagram, then you can promote your YouTube channel on Instagram. You can direct your audience to other channels. And so, yeah, that's the tips I have for YouTube. Yes, no, those are some great tips. And I'm definitely in agreement with you on repurposing your content on other platforms definitely helps you to grow your other platforms when you repurpose and send people to different areas. I love that. And I am a fan of doing that. Now, I want to quickly talk about. Yes, I want to quickly talk about some top favorite tools that you use in your business as a freelancer and a social media manager. What are some tools that you're really loving right now? Um, so I have a lot of tools that I love. I keep experimenting with a lot of tools. But for uh, naming a few, I would say Canva is top on my top list because I use Canva every single day. And as a social media manager, I require a lot of graphics for my clients. So Canva is my top tool. After that, I also use um, Weed.io and captions for editing videos. Um, those are great if you want to add like simple captions or some fancy captions to your uh, normal talking videos. Um, apart from that, I use LastPass to save all my passwords. And um, I think I use uh, also I also use Trello a lot to organize all my client work. And I I recommend everybody to have the paid subscription of it, uh, even if you're just starting out, because it has so many uh, advanced features that you'll easily recover the money from your freelance gigs. Yes, that's important. That is important. You can easily recover what you're spending on tools and apps with your clients. Like I always factor that into my client rate. Like if I'm using ClickUp, I'm using Slack, I'm using Canva, all these tools and even Zapier. I just started using that tool and for my online summit and I set up a automation to tag people to my email list but I quickly approached the limit of like zaps and I had to upgrade my plan like yesterday. So definitely you can recoup that if you, in your service price, add in a cushion for the tools and resources that you're using. That was a great, great tip. Now, this segment of the podcast is our book section. And I love to ask our guests about any books that have helped you along your journey. So if you have any books to share with the listeners here today that may help them, please let us know some of your favorite books. Um, So I would like to mention one book that I really loved. Um, It's Millionaire Fastlane. It it is a very good book for um, people who are starting an online business. Um, 
and also it 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 taught me how you can you know outsource the work that is not you know business related so example if you are just not focusing on getting clients every day it will hamper your business and because you usually if you are a beginner freelancer you are going to focus on your skills but in the long term try to outsource a lot of work that you are doing because and then focus on only the business activities which are growing your business so i often don't refer freelancers as like a freelancing thing i refer them as a business so if you are referring yourself as a freelancer i would like you to refer yourself as a business owner rather than a freelancer so if you're thinking as a business owner uh, think every day about what decisions that you're making today that will affect your business tomorrow and uh, apart from that i also would like to recommend one youtube channel that i watch a lot it's called the future and it is like a small uh, business school and even if you do not have any money to invest initially you can just binge watch a lot of videos on their channel and it's all about uh, freelancing branding graphic designing and uh, yeah so binge watch their channel it's an amazing channel Yes, I love that. So many amazing recommendations. And thank you for that YouTube channel as well. All the amazing resources that our guests provide here on the Social Media Decoded podcast are top notch. So we'll make sure um, to put that down below in the show notes as well. This has been such a great episode about freelancing. We learned about YouTube. We learned about how we can leverage our skills and create a business around it. And I think this has been such a great episode. Thank you so much for coming on today. Before we head out, can you please let the listeners know where they can find you online? And if you have anything special coming up that you want them to participate in. Thank you so much Michelle uh it was great chatting with you and yeah so everybody can find me on Instagram at digital arva you can hit me a message or send me a dm uh if you have any freelancing queries or any if you just want to chat with me feel free to send me a dm on Instagram at digital arva Yes, thank you so much. And we'll make sure to put that also down below in the show notes. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Social Media Decoded podcast. Thank you so much, Ara, for coming on and dropping all these amazing gems. If you love today's episode, make sure that you tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let us know what you liked about this episode. And if you really, really, really loved it, make sure you head on over to Apple or Spotify and leave us a rating and review. Every rating and review helps this podcast to be heard by more and more people. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode, and I will talk to you all in the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.